Hi there. So this is a late live. Um, so sorry for the delay in getting this to you, but as promised, this is simply about understanding. Understanding as the first step to healing. And so we've all heard that saying, we've often said it ourselves, we've often heard other people say it, but what would you have to be depressed about? What would you have to be anxious about? What would you have to be in pain about? What would you have to be suicidal about? Because often on the outside, it looks like someone has it all. Someone has everything. Someone has this perfect life. Someone has a great partner, great family, great job. And when that person does something, when that person hurts themselves, when that person gets involved in behavior that's difficult or um, has possible suicidal ideation, it's a gas horror situation where people don't really understand what is happening. And so in this video, that's exactly what we're going to do. Hi, Caroline. So let's begin because <clears throat> I think when we understand why, when we understand why, people do what they do and what's beneath that behavior, then we are able to help them better. But also when we understand ourselves better, we're able to help better. So this is both about understanding us. So if you're in pain, if you're in emotional pain, if you do, if you have behaviors that you have never, ever, ever wanted or, or, or you don't understand or you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, then maybe this video is for you. If you know anybody that may need it, please share it because the more awareness that we get on this, the better. And possibly I would even say the more lives that we can save when we understand this it's a very serious topic but it's 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 a very 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 important topic so <clears throat> when we understand why you people do what they do when we understand why people are in mental and emotional and what mental and emotional pain actually is like when we understand why they do what they do so let me describe what a mental and emotional pain is like let me describe what I see mental and emotional pain is like having a physical leg break the pain is physical it's intense, it's deep, it's sore, it's painful in the body. It's so painful in the body that you sometimes can't even breathe, it's that painful. And if anybody are listening to this and haven't experienced mental and emotional pain at that level, you'll have certainly probably experienced physical pain at that level, like a really bad toothache, like a really bad sprain, like a really bad, like a really bad physical pain. Well, mental and emotional pain is akin to really bad physical pain. The mind doesn't handle it well. It doesn't want it. It doesn't want anything to do with it. It tries to scramble, tries to get rid of it, but it's trying to get you away and the freedom. And that's what a mental and emotional pain can be described like. So if you've ever watched anybody in mental and emotional pain trying to get away from it as quick as they, as they can, then understand that it's akin to physical pain. And the mind goes crazy trying to find a way out of it. Only this is internal. This is all external with, or sorry, internal within the body. So first of all, we have these somatic sensations that are crucifying. And I've seen, I've seen myself in, in mental and emotional pain, but I've seen clients crippled, not some of them not even able to stand up straight. They're in so much pain. They're in so much mental and emotional pain. That's the first part of it. Now, the second part of it that accompanies this somatic feeling, the, the, the second part of it, which is incredibly difficult, is the language. These words, these thoughts, these, this, this storytelling that comes 
Now, what happens here when somebody's in mental and emotional pain and they're getting it really tight and they're getting it really tough is that people that are in that place sometimes can't tell the difference between the reality of those stories and those thoughts that are flying through their head because they've loved those thoughts, they've loved that story, they've loved the detail of that for 20, 30 years. So when it comes with a pain, there is no separation. There's not anybody that can say, there's not anybody in that amount of mental and physical pain um, that is saying, oh, this is a, an old wound. This is something that has happened in my childhood. That's not what's happening. When somebody's in mental and emotional pain, they're in this physical pain, and then they're in this language pain, this story that is just crucifying them. And there is no separation there. There is no, oh, this isn't really happening. This isn't really true. People don't feel that about me. People don't think that about me. This is an old wound. It's a fully immersed, you're immersed in the subject. You're immersed in the language immersed in the story, immersed in the horror of it, because this isn't pleasant. This language that comes with these wounds aren't pleasant. And so you're immersed in it, you're very close to it, there's no separation, there's no movement to it. Now you add that to somebody's life every single day. It's akin to having an open wound, like, like a gash in your arm, and walking around and people sticking their fingers in it. Because that's what's happening to people who are in mental and emotional pain. There is no amount of mindset that's going to clear that. That needs dealt with at a really core somatic level. There is no amount of positivity that's going to clear it forever. What it'll do is it'll just surface it. So what we have is we have people walking around our towns, walking around our cities, walking around this country in that amount of pain, trying their bloody best to cover it, trying to heal it, trying to soothe it, trying to move it, trying, and, and, and a lot of people aren't able to manage it that well. So what they're doing is they're, they're making their world small, they're making their interactions with people small so this wound doesn't get touched, so that they're not hurt anymore, so that they're not feeling this. And when we love like that, what happens then is we love ha a shell of ourselves. And that's when depression and anxiety and all of that stuff kicks in. Because we're literally walking around with this open wound that we are begging, begging somebody, begging ourselves to, to try and heal from. So we have this layered effect. We have this uh, emotional and mental wound that causes physical sensations, this crippling and dysfunctional. We have this language pattern, this storytelling that we can't actually get separated from. We have that that's going on at a really intense level. We also have then this making small, trying to avoid the exhaustion of what I call the hope and despair cycle, hoping it'll get better and it's not and you're back to square one. Some people get weeks where it doesn't get triggered. Some people are triggered every bloody day. Could you imagine walking around with an open wound and somebody sticking their fingers in it and you getting that pain every day? Because for some people, that's what it's like and that's what I'm trying to convey here. When we're all stood back watching, saying, I wonder what happened to him. Didn't he have the best life? Or, or I know what happened to him. He had a horrible life. What we're really, really saying is what they were carrying on a day-to-day -day basis is not possible for a human being. Because as human beings, we do not do pain and we do not do pain well. And mental and emotional pain is akin to physical pain in that sense, as acute as a broken leg. And we wouldn't expect anybody to walk around this town, this country, with a broken leg and not tend it. And that's what's happening. It's what's happening to our young people. It's what's happening to with people of every age. And what we really must do is address 
we really must address the mental and emotional wounds that people are in. Not plaster them, not bypass them, not do any of that work, but really address them and get some ease. Because what happens is, if the pain is too great for too long, the mind will come up with ways in which it can ease that pain. And I can tell you from experience, and I can tell you from working with some amazing clients, you would sell your granny if you thought you were going to get ease. And I know some ease might be having a wee chuckle, but it's true. You would do anything. And if you're watching this on the replay, or if you're watching it now, give me a heart or a thumbs up or a comment if that's true. It's like, it's like the worst toothache ever. You would do anything to get rid of it because it's excruciating. And that's where behaviors are born. Behaviors are born in that place. Thoughts of getting out of here are born in that place when this pain is too great and too much. And that's what we need to address. So when we're seeing behaviors in people, when we're seeing difficult behaviors, I don't care what the behavior is, anything from suicidal ideation to gambling to drink, doesn't matter what it is. But when we're seeing behaviors, can we have a conversation about what's underneath that behavior? Instead of trying to rectify the behavior, instead of trying to stop the behavior, ask what's driving the behavior, what's the thoughts and feelings, what's the pain that's trying to, that, that you're using that behavior for? And it can be anything a continuum, do one glass of wine or two glasses of wine at night to possibly suicidal ideation. But either way, the mind will find a way to get out of to get out of the pain. The mind will find a way. And it will find a way in seconds because it cannot sustain that amount of physical and emotional stress on a day-to-day -day basis. And that is what's happening. We're not addressing that need. It's really simple, it's really clear, but we're not addressing that need. As a society, as practitioners, we're just not doing enough. And that's what this video is. This video is trying to point clearly do what is happening when people are in mental and emotional pain and outside what happens is people who are in that amount of pain can't come forward and say it either because if you watch the last video I did I explain why that's so horrifically difficult so we get people who are trapped in pain trapped in emotion unable to reach out for fear that they'll they'll um, lose their loved ones that they'll lose their their credibility in society they'll lose their work they get locked on it, but they have to find a way of getting out of the pain. So they find these behaviors that try and soothe this pain. And all that I'm saying in this video is understand it. Because if you can understand yourself, then you're more likely to go and get help. And if you can understand another person, you could probably intercept it when they're in difficult. Because if you see the behavior as a signal that there's something happening underneath, if you see the behavior, whatever the behavior is like, if you see that as a signal, then maybe you can catch it before it's too late. Maybe you can have the conversation of what's going on underneath there instead of shaming or blaming or trying to rectify the behavior, which has absolutely no effect on the core, what I would call the core uh, wound, which is the core emotional and mental pain. So this video does anything. It helps us understand, if it does anything, I hope it helps us understand what's underneath behaviours, why people do what they do, and how it's very easy from the outside to say, oh God, I wonder what happened to them. They seem to have it all. Most people are locked in this pain without telling another soul. Most people are wandering around, locked in this type of pain, 
petrified of having the conversations. So what if we started having the conversations among ourselves? What if we became more clear? What if we began to have conversations with our family members so that could ripple down? We could just possibly open up a world where people can come and talk about the emotional and mental pain that they're in and not stigmatize it, not call it depression or anxiety or whatever, just pain, just difficult pain. When we can open up that, <clears throat> we'll let the sirens pass there. Um, so people can open up that conversation and possibly, possibly open up to healing that mental and emotional pain that we're in. So if you find this in any way beneficial, if you find this, um, if you understood anything from it, then let me know in the comments. Um, I would love to hear back from you about what you think about it. And I would also love you to share it with anybody you think that it might just help today. Uh, thanks a million. And if you have any questions, PM me. Thank you. See you all soon.